This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you will live like Jesus and share His love. Well, good morning. Welcome to episode 13. We're back. We're back. We took a one-week Christmas hiatus. I was going to say hiatus, too. That's a good word. I really like the word hiatus. It is. It sounds... It sounds more fancy. Than, it's not as used as often. No, but it's but it, like vacation seems like meh. Yeah, hiatus. Is, yeah, that sounds pretty. Or official. as our friend Paul would say, holiday. A holiday. Yeah. Does he say holiday? Yeah. Instead of like like vacation. Yeah, you went on holiday. Yeah, Paul Spencer in uh, England. There you go. There you go. See, I'm still like I still feel a little bad for that one service. When I, I kind of made fun of British people <laughs> and then, but, but then Miles corrected me in between services because I was like totally yes. wrong about something and he, yeah. he corrected me and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, well, I should, I should do my research before <laughs> I make statements. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, the English people, they, sometimes they take stuff kind of personal. Like, well, he seemed like serious. he didn't seem he like he wasn't he didn't seem offended, right? But he was, but he was he was happy to, and I was glad, like, as right. man, if I'm saying something stupid from stage, <laughs> right, right. I hope somebody corrects me, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> not offended, I, but but prickly, we'll say. Okay, yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> well, hey, uh, here we are. It's not yes. only it's not only a new episode. Yes, it's a whole new year. It's a whole new year. 2023 2023 we're, we're shooting this on january 2nd it will be released on january 4th yes. thanks to our good friend Haley tallman who happy may new be year. coming yeah happy new year Haley. Haley might be coming to hang with us we're hoping to, to work out some dates she had some dates in february okay uh but yeah so all okay, of you so that watch the when podcast when we do that yes, yes. We're, are we gonna we gonna have her we Absolutely. should have her as a guest Absolutely. on the podcast definitely that'll be fantastic mm-hmm very cool. Haley, you've been booked for the podcast. All right. Today we are drinking. So my neighbor, Jeff, by the way, um, he was making fun of me uh, vociferously. We'll use that word. <laughs> Talking about seventh and eighth. No, no, dude, coffee. I loved, I loved his comments on he's YouTube. So funny. <laughs> he's a, he's a really funny guy. He's got they experience in theater. I loved, I loved reading his comments yeah. about fifth wave and sixth wave and yeah (laughs) yeah he was messaging me last night so hilarious stuff um we are drinking today this is from madcap which is a wonderful shop in our very own state of michigan grand rapids this is uh samuel degello ethiopian it's a single origin uh what are the tasting notes that you taste I, don't, I know. I, see, Let's I think see what you think. It, it, it tastes good. I, the the scent. The, do you say or is it with coffee? Is it a scent or is it an aroma? I don't. I think what, those what are synonyms. I, I don't know. Well, I know, but I mean, you know how certain I certain would, industries they get right. like super picky. Like if sure. you're a dentist, you don't have tools. You have instruments. instruments it's like no right. bands have instruments. That's a. It looks like a. A, a miniature ice pick. That's a tool. Yes. Yeah, you're hurting me. But sorry. There you go. All you dental folks out there, I'm sorry that. <laughs> but okay, side so little rabbit trail. We're just starting the new year on a rabbit trail. We are. So my background is in occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. When I was in my the program for occupational therapy in school, we partnered with the dental assisting program in the same school. Okay. And we did uh, ergonomic assessments. Oh, for their stations. The dental assistants. Interesting. And almost every single one of us that, and then we we presented these right these findings to them as a class. Sure. 
and several of, of my peers in the in the OT program, we we made comments about how they situated their tools and they You were rebuked. Oh, we were rebuked. <laughs> and I was like I was like, this is what you're gonna put we're we're basically telling you how horrid your your setup is for your spine. And the thing you're upset about is that we called it a tool yeah. and not an instrument. Just try to help you folks. <laughs> we're just trying to help you. That's right. I don't know. There, so sorry, what do you take? Yeah, okay. Coffee. Let's we're talking see. about coffee. Here we go. Let's see. You know I suck at this. <laughs> okay. Uh, candied lime. Okay. Now, what? How do you candy a lime? I have no idea. Peach. See the lime, like the citrus. There's definitely a more uh, tart flavor. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I don't know about peach. I don't know if I get any peach. And on the tail of candied lime and tartness, green apple. Hmm. Green apple. Samuel Degello, Ethiopian from Madcap. Very, very good coffee. Makes great shots of espresso as well. Citrus. So, see, I, I cheers. That must be that candied lime because it. it, it mm -hmm. I think it's got more of a citrus vibe. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just the the aroma or the scent. Yes. Or the whatever coffee people. what coffee are you drinking viewers and listeners that's right go ahead and throw that in the comments mm -hmm. if you're watching us on youtube yep so here we go well hey we didn't we didn't technically have a message no yesterday no so but we do something we've done this for several years yep. maybe i don't know i don't not necessarily every year that you and i have been here i think so Has have we been? ever had a january where there wasn't this practice i I thought it was every year. It's it's pretty close. It's yeah. pretty close. But at any rate. But we we do this thing and we didn't come up with it. A uh, guy named Is it Craig? Craig Rochelle? No. Oh. Um Oh my goodness. And I left my phone in my coat so I can't look it up. But there was a guy, he wrote he wrote a book called My One Word. Oh. And and it's just this idea that you you pick for yourself uh one word, right? It, we in our culture, right, we have the whole thing with New Year's resolutions, mm -hmm. which statistically Ryan said eighty percent fail. within like a month or two. Yeah. So I mean it's not like, all right, hey, like I gave it a good college try. That was a crazy no, stat. It's like it's like pretty quickly everyone drops off. Yeah. Because you go into the year with all this gusto and yes. then you're like, Well, actually this is hard. Yes. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. <laughs> So the idea is rather than come up with a list of New Year's resolutions that you're probably going to fail at. Sorry, I'm being optimistic here in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you seek Jesus mm. and ask him, hey, what is one word that you want to use to transform my life this year? Mm -hmm. So we, uh, you know, we hand out these cards. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you weren't at service yesterday, I, we probably have some extras you can swing by and uh, grab one mm -hmm. um but we just ask we ask everyone to to submit that to jesus mm -hmm. and say hey yeah what what's the one word not what one word do you want again this is important this is important yeah it's not like like this isn't just like a, a simplified version of an of a resolution right it's not like you're saying okay well my word for the year is wait because i want to lose 30 pounds right. uh, no right. that's that's right. not that's not really what we're what we're going after right it, it's it's more that idea of of uh yes and lord what do you want to do right in me this year so 
Yeah, kind of starting out the new year in, in, a, in a posture of submission, saying, you know, to God, uh, I want you to guide and direct my life. I want mm-hmm. you to kind of set a course for me uh, for this year. And I remember the first time I was at Radiant and I heard this idea. I, I'll be honest with you, Josh. I thought this is hokey. <laughs> like I was like, what, what is this? Right. So I just picked a word. Honestly, I was just like, okay, let's, we're just going to go with this word. Uh, but it was amazing year after year as I matured and understood uh, the practice a little bit more that it became much more meaningful. Mm. And now this year uh, it, it has even more meaning uh, for, for me personally. So I thought that that was, uh, it, it was just, it's just been interesting to see that kind of evolution over the years uh, of being at Radiant Life. And Ryan said, well, I think it'll be this summer. It'll be eight years. Yeah. For him. Yeah. So July, yeah. mid-July will be eight years for him. Yeah. 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 And for you too? Yeah. August. Yeah. August. August will be eight years. So I think for me, it's eight years in September. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Because you, I mean, you came. Yeah. Because it was really early on. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, I think around Christmas time of that year is 15. Yeah. 2015. Christmas of 2015 would have been one of the first times that I was playing with the team and mm. uh, yeah, I still got some old pictures. It's been, it's been pretty amazing to see. It's, been a, fun, it's been a fun journey. Man. It sure has. <laughs> it sure has. Too many more, right? That's right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll clink Cheers. and drink to that yes. coffee. I'll drink some coffee to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We, we, uh, it's only coffee. It's only coffee. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Irish coffee, right? That's no, the, that's the, no, I don't, I don't want to say the joke, right? Yeah. Man, I'm just going to think that I just don't like Europeans. We're talking about British people. Now <laughs> okay. we're talking about Irish. <laughs> well, let's talk about Europeans. Here's another quick tangent. So that's why Jeff messaged me last night. So Jeff, we have a, a short-term rental property that's right next to Jeff and his his wife, right? Jo- Jeff and Roxanne. And then on the other side are our other friends, uh, Mike and Darcy. And they both come to Radiant. I I think Darcy, Darcy, no, Darcy watches and listens to the podcast. Hi, Darcy. What's up? Jeff does too, because he pokes fun oh, yeah. about coffee, yeah. which is cool. It's good. He keeps his eye toes. And when we first got this property, we went to both of these neighbors um, and we told them, listen, our relationship with you is more important than this short term thing where people just come and stay, you know, and make it's not it. You, our relationship with you is is it's more important to us than the money and the, than the investment side of things. So we gave them our numbers. We introduced ourselves and said, you call us and let us know if things get squirrely. You know, mm. if, if you, if your life is, 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 uh, interrupted, you know, beyond, beyond what you can bear. And it's cool because they do, they'll let us know. They kind of keep eye on the property and they'll say, you know, they'll, so last night Jeff messages me and he says, I think they were over at Mike and, and Darcy's house, like hanging out or something. And he's like, there's this like thumping bass music. And so I tell Lisa, <laughs> We're over at my parents and I tell Lisa, give me your phone. She's got the app on her phone. I'm like, I message the people right away. I'm like, hey, please be courteous to our neighbors. We want you to have fun, have a good time, but we need to be courteous to our neighbors. Turn that stuff down. In the middle of me messaging the people at the property, Jeff goes over there. He's very friendly. So he he just went over to talk to him. He's like, hey, how are you guys doing? You having fun? Would you please turn that down? So he goes over there and then he messages me and he's like, it's a bunch of foreign people like Europe. They're from Europe or something. <laughs> when I got to the door, they all like scattered and, and thought that they were like in big trouble or something. And they didn't turn the music down. They turned it off. So he was feeling kind of bad. 
And we never, I don't know if we heard back from him on the app, but Jeff, uh, Jeff let him know like, Hey, that it was loud, you know, and there, the house is like this house and Jeff's house are, there's only a garage, oh, literally su- super close, like really like maybe six feet, you know? And then between that house and Mike and Darcy's house is even less mm. like it's right next to each other. So yeah, I don't European people, so I don't know. They like loud bass. He music. said no, Russian. I can, I can. He said oh. Russians. He said I think they're Russians because they had you know maybe a strong accent or something. But <laughs> I don't know. Jeff, tell us what the what what nationality Baltic region the the guests were from. If you if you uh, catch this, they listen to some Russian EDM. Like <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yeah, some. <laughs> <laughs> so Little, uh, the joys of renting. Uh, uh, properties <laughs> not so dude i love like and maybe it's different with the short-term ones i remember my as a kid like i would go my 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 one grandpa he had some rental properties and i would go with him sometimes and like people were terrible like his were more like long-term like yeah people actually living 12 month lease i mean they're like punching holes in the wall like ripping yeah. the, it's like dude what what is wrong with you people yeah like i don't know i was i was raised that you treat other people's things yes. better than you treat your own things. That's so same here. That's uh that was always such a yep. foreign thing that like, yep. why would in the world would these people act this way, punch a hole in the wall of a home they don't even own. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, we, we thankfully have not had, we've had very, very little damage and it is quite different than short-term rental is quite different than long-term. We've done both. Um, and the long-term rental works if you've got really great men- mm-hmm. renters, uh, short term, we find it's just for us so far. It's been it's been a better Good. arrangement. But uh, one word, Kay. one word. Yes, we're Not back. Russians, we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've talked about British people, Irish people, yeah, Russian people. Who else can we offend? Hey, we're just trying to. Well, I don't yeah. think we have said anything offensive. That's true. We haven't really. I mean, we're just yeah. You know, unless yeah. you're Russian, Irish, or British, and what yeah. we've said offended you, then let us know. But Sorry about that. It's not our intent to be offensive. <laughs> But you just got to suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> Until we say something that's actually offensive, but that's we right. won't, we won't do that. That but, was uh, a, yeah, there we go. The one word message. So it was kind of, kind of woven between woven, weaved between worship songs where, where Brandon came up and shared a few things, uh, kind of a carpentry image mm-hmm. uh, picture. And then uh, Ryan came up and, and shared the one word uh, for our church. So we do both. So Ryan, whoever, or it's not always Ryan that has that message, but whoever happens to be teaching the one word message will challenge the congregation to pray and seek the Lord and try to find that word, hear that word for themselves. But then there's this overarching sort of single word that encompasses uh, the vision direction sort of course for the whole church mm-hmm. and for Radiant Life Church for 2023, the word was more, more, more. Yeah. more. So last year, our word was awaken, right? Mm-hmm. This idea that that, that like yeah. God has things. We just have to, in a sense, we have to wake up to yeah. what God has for us. Yeah. And now, and this kind of builds on that this year. And that, again, not because we're like, oh, hey, let's pick out a couple of years. In our, no, like, because right. this is something like it's done on a, on a yearly basis. Yeah. It's like, hey, Lord, what do you want? Yeah, and it's just the idea, that like, hey, people have started to be awakened to what God has, mm-hmm. and this idea of more is that like, God has more for us. Yes, right, and as a church, for us as a church, mm-hmm. right? for us as as pastors. Yeah, right. I don't care. I mean, maybe you've been walking with Jesus for longer than we've been alive put together, mm-hmm. but I think there's still more. Right, N- none of us have ever 
we never arrive at a point where we're like, you know what? I actually, I'm, I'm actually totally full. If I, you arrived, I can't. You were never there. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I just can't take any more of Jesus. I'm, I'm full up. Mm. Uh, that's, that's not a thing, right? right? So, so there's always more. So yeah. It's that, it's that, that idea that we need to lean into that. <clears throat> and we're gonna kick off actually this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. We kick off the series called More. Yes. Uh, and we're actually looking at the the practices of Jesus. <laughs> See so, the gleam in our eyes. This is, gonna be, this is gonna be really good. These are gonna be so I'm excited to do these podcast episodes. Yes, um, me too. I mean, I'm excited to do all the podcast episodes, but, but these it's, but it's gonna be really cool I agree. Uh, to do uh, yeah. these that are focused on the practices. On the practices and disciplines. So, yeah. So I, if we could kind of rewind the tape a little bit, go back to that word for 2022, the word awaken that Ryan had shared with the church last year. You know, it was this idea that God was going to kind of wake up a sleeping church. Mm. And I, I loved what he shared yesterday about his own journey, about being awakened to the Holy Spirit. He said something that was really I thought it was so brave, just so courageous. He said, you know, I allowed a denominational position. Speaking of the Wesleyan denomination, I allowed a denominational position on the presence of the Holy Spirit and the giftings of the Holy Spirit to sway Mm. God's leading in my life. And I'm like, here, our lead pastor, and he shared that with us as staff Mm -hmm. members openly in staff. And and he shared, you know, that journey. But to share openly in front of a thousand people or 800 people or whatever was there yesterday, um, I thought was really brave. Um, And I can say as someone who serves and works with him, I have seen that awakening. Mm -hmm. I've seen it in his life. Well, and it's been it's been really cool over the last three four years in particular. Not just yes. not just with the, the with the leadership of Radiant Life Church, but mm-hmm. with the Wesleyan denomination as yes. a whole. Yes, there have been significant shifts in a good way, in a good yes. way towards a more biblical uh, in our region. Yes, under the leadership. Well, no, but I would say even 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 nationally. Nationally, okay. So nationally. I see, I'm just not aware of that yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I th- I think. I mean, we're, we're more acutely aware here in our yeah. region, but you look at, so our, our general superintendent of the Wesleyan denomination is, is, uh, Dr. Wayne Schmidt, Reverend Dr. I don't, he's got a lot of, <laughs> he's got a lot of titles, names, right? But I mean, he's, uh, he's leading it on a, a national level. Mm. And then you see it in our region, yeah. which we're part of the great lakes region, which mm-hmm. is Wisconsin, Illinois, uh, and Michigan. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've seen, yep. especially over the last, again, three, four years. Yeah a significant shift and it's been cool yes it has to see just the change in posture from relatively closed off let's talk about the event so (laughs) because josh and i were there we were there josh is coming from ag i'm right back to the assemblies of god so like you can't yeah. Like there's, there's so much Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> and I come from Calvary Chapel, which is a non-denominational uh, organization. And they are very, very open to all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, so I grew up that way as well. So Josh and I are one year. Uh, it was early on. I mean, it was 16 well, or 17, 17, no, it, 18. I think it was 18 or 19, 18 or 19. Okay. So we're at this, this we're, event. It was still in GR. It was in GR. It, it hasn't been in GR for several years. Okay, so, so maybe it might have been it was 18. 17, 18. I don't know. 
any rate, we're at an event that our district puts on called 41 Hours. Super which is cool event. Really cool event. Uh, where for 41 hours, we get together, we enjoy worship, we enjoy really great um, teaching. Like the first year I went, Tim Elmore yes. was there. Yes. Uh, uh, like a couple of years ago, Bob Goff was like there. Like heavy, heavy hitters. Heavy, oh. This is essentially what yes. this is, right? Because this is, this is a room pastors. full of pastors. This, yeah. is, this is like back to back to back to back to back church services yes for pastors yeah like fire hose i mean i still have pictures of the screen with tim elmore and that very first thing i mean the triangle the quarterback i mean it was there was all this well he blows my mind tim elmore for those of you that aren't familiar oh, he, he he puts yeah. out leadership material called habitudes get them uh super cool if you are connected with the right now media through uh, radiant life church you ah. can see the videos for habitudes just type in habitudes yes h-a-b-i-t-u-d-e-s habitudes attitudes but habitudes yeah it's, it's habits and attitudes of leadership yes. uh brilliant yeah brilliant. so we're at this event and our district uh person at that time chris conrad um who himself and his spouse particularly his wife mary very open to the holy spirit has been for most of their christian lives their 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 lives uh we had a very special speaker alex seeley so those of you that don't know who Alex Seeley is, Pastor Alex is uh, a co-pastor of a church. She and her husband uh, in Nashville called The Belonging Co. Which TV Co. <laughs> you guys ever, uh, you guys know that song, The Dove? Yes. That we've done here, like that comes out of The Belonging Co. Oh, and, so. and tons of other music. Cody Carnes, you know. Uh, Natalie Grant, um, Carrie Job. Right, when Carrie Job, Cody Cards, and Natalie Grant are your worship leaders, yeah, you got, you got, yeah, Mitch Wong. Some, uh, I mean, you've got some, you've got some pretty, <laughs> any rate. So, we're at this conference. <clears throat> Belonging Co. is definitely a more charismatic church, um, probably more along the sides of AG, I would say. Um, and so we're at this event, and towards the end of the message. Alex is, is very, very fervent and passionate and just really passionate about what she's sharing. And at the end of the event, the event, or, or excuse me, the, the session, she breaks out and begins to speak over the crowd and openly using the gift of tongues. So if you're not familiar with that, it's okay. Uh, so you could feel <laughs> the vibrations in the room Cut the like tension with a, a dull scissors <laughs> it was it was like you know you could feel it in the room and uh that was that was a real turning point the following day our district intendant came up and just really really i keep saying in, intended that's wayne though no, no, no. I mean, so, 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 uh, I, I Dr. Dr. Wayne is the, the general, general superintendent. Yes. So Chris, Chris is the regional superintendent. Yes. Okay. So, and he still is right. He yes. was at the time. He still is our, our regional yeah. superintendent. Great guy. So. Um, and so Chris gets up and he just kind of explains what's going on and makes apology. He apologizes to all the people didn't know this was going to be this way because at that time, there really wasn't that sort of opening uh, in the Wesleyan denomination for the gift of tongues. And uh, so it was really interesting because it was, it happened. And then there was sort of like a, a resistance that took place that year. But then like Josh said, over a period of, of a number of years, even up to regional conference, which was this past year, which um, a lot of us got to attend. It was a wonderful. Yeah, you event. guys led worship at that. It we was did. Awesome. We did. We got, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that we got asked to do that. What a joy. Uh, but they voted at that 
that meeting to be open to the gift of tongues. Yeah. So the way, if you're not familiar with the Wesleyan yeah. denomination, right, we have, it's, it's called the discipline, essentially the, I don't know. Be like a doctrinal statement. Yeah. The constitution or whatever mm-hmm. of the, yeah. of the denomination. Yeah. Right. So, so there was, there was a, a movement to, to change the language in there regarding mm-hmm. the gifts of the spirit, uh, in particular tongues. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And now, and that's something like you, you vote on it on the region. It's voted on at general conference. Yes. And because it would potentially change the discipline, they also have to kind of ratify that with the, uh, what is it? Like the international mm-hmm. Wesleyan church. Cause it would be like a, it'd be a pretty significant yeah. shift, yeah. but, but. There was an awakening. The, the, the fact that they got to the point where yes. it's like, hey, let's change this language. And in our region, yes. at least, that, that did pass. It did. Like that, like yes. we, we voted in favor of that. So, But I, we, we say all that and share that story with you to say that there has been an awakening, not only at Radiant Life Church, which is a Wesleyan church, but in the, the Great Lakes region of the Wesleyan denomination, the no, denomination as a whole, of which, you know, again, coming from a place where the gifts of the spirit were in operation, Josh, I, I'm finding it just like refreshing. It's like it's like cold water uh, on a on a very very hot day. Well, it was uh, it was it was like <clears throat> not, and, and hopefully this doesn't sound arrogant. You please call me out if it if it is, but like, but I mean, and maybe for you too, right? Having having witnessed kind of the a a more full experience of the gifts of the gifts mm-hmm. right as this was happening right starting at that 41 hours right like you could see kind of i, would, I don't want to say from an outside perspective but it, but from an outside perspective i'm not i didn't grow up wesleyan mm-hmm. i spent time in the reformed tradition i was in the assemblies of god right you know because those are real close together yeah <laughs> 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 Not really. <laughs> it's a joke, y'all. <laughs> but, but, but you could, so from, I would say from an outside perspective, you could see mm. like Holy Spirit and, and my wife, Nicole and I, like we talked about this multiple times after that event. It's like Holy Spirit's setting up to do something. Oh my. Like it was like the writing on the wall, yes. so to speak. So It, it was an awakening. Yes. Just yes. as as Ryan shared in 2022 and his journey to coming into uh, being open to that at our church more, because he was never closed like to the operation of the Holy Spirit. He was never closed. There were just certain gifts. It's called cessationism, right? This is a type of theology that believes there are certain gifts of the Spirit that ceased at the time of the apostles. And so... He he was never closed to the. He's always been open to the teaching gifts and and all those things. But to be thinking more of the um, signs and wonders gifts, we'll call them. Uh, that has been new. And and I love what Ryan said yesterday. He said, you know, this word for twenty twenty two for the church was awakening. And we have seen that. Mm-hmm. We've heard it from other people. People being awakened, and. Josh, we could say we have had, I want to say maybe half a dozen services now. Some were first Wednesdays, actually now two Sundays where we had a a person in our church with a prophetic gift, a gift to speak forth the word of God, not predict the future, but to speak forth the word of God, come and humbly submit to the pastors that are, that are leading that service, uh, a word from the Lord an encouragement from the Lord, right? 
uh, that's happened. And so we're starting to see more and more of that. So I think the awakening is a wonderful, it was a wonderful word for us for 2022. And now coming into 23, I, I want to say sometime this summer, uh, we be, we all kind of began to see and feel that word more. I th- we all began to sense that as a staff. Ryan began using that more, I think, in staff meetings. We all, there was sort of a percolation, a bubbling that was coming to the surface. And guys, a, a lot of this that we are experiencing is coming through what we are about to learn about on Sunday mornings, which is the spiritual disciplines and practices. Which, I mean, again, and we've spent really from the beginning of the, this season of the podcast, you know, this has mm-hmm. been part of... Uh, the conversation mm-hmm. because I think they're they're really uh, crucial in our our spiritual formation in in the way that Holy Spirit transforms us right that's mm-hmm. part of our that's part of our our, our mission statement as a church right yeah. live out our God given purpose every day by being transformed by Jesus yes. reaching the lost and making disciples and make disciples right that yes. that transformation uh, yeah the disciplines the practices mm-hmm. the habits mm-hmm. right that is a a, a huge part of that transformation. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. You're and break, you're breaking out a classic. Right I'm breaking there. out a classic <laughs> here. And uh, I, I just want to encourage everyone uh, listening and watching, get this book. <laughs> uh, this is Richard J. Foster's celebration of discipline, the path to spiritual growth. Uh, and Josh and I were talking about this book yesterday, and he he brought up a good point. What did you say about Dallas Willard? Well, so so Dallas Willard, right? he's, we, a, and he's a father of the faith. Yeah, we've we've referenced yeah. him uh, multiple times on this podcast. Yes, uh, Willard kind of defers to Foster. Right? I mean, Willard writes extensively about spiritual formation, pastoral ministry. But when it comes to the disciplines, he you know mm-hmm. he will kind of defer to Foster as the guy. Yeah. Who who. Uh, knows what he's talking about so if, yeah. if dallas willard says somebody's worth paying attention to it's it's probably worth, yeah. <laughs> probably worth paying attention to yeah and and some of you may be asking okay what what is what are the spiritual disciplines like what are they and and what do they look like well this book is going to unpack that for you but i'll just give you a, a couple uh, uh, well, I'll just read through the contents of this book so you get the idea of the of the discipline. So uh, Richard breaks these up into three categories. So the first category is the inward disciplines. So the things that we do inside, the things that are happening personally that affect us. And the first is meditation. And this is not like Eastern meditation. It's not emptying your mind. No, it's filling your mind and meditating on the word of God. Uh, the second inward discipline is prayer. So this is listening. It's not just talking to God. Uh, the third in, of the inward disciplines is fasting, which he defines as ceasing from eating food. Uh, there are soul fasts, which are different. And then the last inward discipline, the fourth discipline is study. Now, this is where we're taking the word of God in, in a more calculated and defined, refined way. Yeah, that's more of the intellectual yes. pursuit. Yes, uh, academic. Of, yeah. mm-hmm. So then category two are the outward disciplines. And these are the things that you, they're, they're physical practices you do that other people are going to see. Other people are going to know. So the first is simplicity. This was a challenge. This this particular chapter was, that was a challenge to me. It's That's definitely, I want to grow. Uh, the next outward discipline is solitude. 
which though others don't see it, you are solitude meaning time alone. Mm -hmm. And some of us, that's really, really challenging. Um, the next one is submission. So what does it mean to submit to authority, submit to other people? Um, maybe if you don't even, uh, agree or understand <coughs> politics, <laughs> government, um, even people you don't this like is a, this, that one in particular, Ooh. like, honestly, I think that one is challenged in, in our culture, yes. right? Like we've, we've, we've devolved mm. as a culture, right? I mean, mm -hmm. for a long time, right? Western culture is very individualistic, right? Mm -hmm. But, but it, it's gotten to the point where, uh, you know, we've, we've, uh, functionally the ultimate authority is the self yep right and that's so anti-biblical mm -hmm. like I, you can't even you can't hold that in uh the same hand as following jesus no <laughs> like at, at no point can you be the ultimate authority in your life yeah and and then you say you're following jesus because there's no room there's no room uh mm -hmm. yeah Sorry. No you. submission. Uh, that was a great chapter. Um, the, the last of the outward disciplines, uh, section two is service. Now, what does it mean to serve others, uh, out of the lights, out of the, the spotlight? Uh, that was a really wonderful chapter. And then the third section in the, in the disciplines, it talks about the corporate discipline. So what do we as church, uh, members, okay, we do these things individually, but what do we need to do as a gathering right, together, as, yeah. yeah, together, a holy assembly. And the first practice, the first discipline is confession, right? Coming and being able to say, and, and we, we would say, uh, Protestant church particularly has kind of lost touch with this. You know, we look at the, the, our Catholic brothers and sisters and we see, you know, they go to confession, right? They tell another person the awful things that they've done. Uh, we've missed that because the scriptures are plain. That's a biblical thing. It's not a Catholic thing. It's a biblical thing to confess your sins one to another. Now there is context. Yes. Yeah. Know. And, I'm, and we're not, I'm not saying that yeah. like I, I totally agree with the way that. Right. And, I, and I'm not saying that, that, oh, hey, we should all switch to a, a Catholic model. No, no. I mean, because I don't, I don't know that that's the right, the right, right approach either. Right. I think one of the, the, the things is though, within Protestantism, we've, if we do confession, we've made it an inward discipline. Oh, mm -hmm. well, hey, as long as I just say, not I'm to sorry others. to God, mm -hmm. I'm good. Right. Right. But right. yeah, that's not it. Yeah. And the, the second uh, corporate discipline, and this was probably my, one of my favorite chapters was worship, right? Uh, what does it mean to worship? together corporately. Mm -hmm. Uh, the next one is guidance. You know, what is it, what does it mean to, to seek guidance? And this is something that I, it's been really, really uh, powerful in my own life, partly because of another podcast I listened to, uh, Ruth Haley Barton. Um, she has a wonderful podcast and she talks about, uh, group discernment, mm -hmm. right? Well, so she actually, she wrote a whole book. Um, yes. Finding God's will together. Yes. I believe is the name of that. Yeah. Book. And then her yeah. solitude book is probably her preeminent uh piece but uh, yeah, the opus uh, yeah. but uh guidance and and I've, i'll tell you i i grew up again when we're let's go back to the gifts of the spirit i grew up in a context where a single person could just go up to you and i'm not about to say that this is wrong but a single person could just come up to you whether you're in relationship or not and say thus says the lord into your life right <laughs> and it could be it could be anything and everything sometimes god does those things definitely but I'm finding I'm much more at peace and feel the, the safety and sense of God's presence 
when I hear from multiple witnesses, mm. when I hear from multiple things. So, which is biblical right now. I mean, again, yes. you, you see this, you see this yes. established early on in the Old Testament. Yes. Right. By, by, you know, the yeah. testimony of two or three witnesses, yes. a matter is established. Yes. Jethro right. helped so to, to shift in our mind. Like, okay, no, mm -hmm. I, hey, one person, ah, that, that's cool. Yeah. That's good for me. Yeah. No, like there's, there's, there's uh, wisdom in, well, a multitude of counselors. A multitude of counselors. Yeah. yeah, that's that's straight out of the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. That's Proverbs. And, and in the guidance chapter, I will say, and this is something that I've utilized, I think <clears> it's <throat> close to two years now, a, a spiritual direction. And again, this is rooted in the Catholic faith. It's it's from the Catholic uh, 1500s, 1600s, even I think even actually older than that. But it's uh, another person that you connect with that doesn't really, it's not counseling, it's hard to describe, but I want to encourage you if you if you haven't considered using a spiritual director, it's not just a Catholic practice. The the guy that I see, his name's Doug. He's very much a Protestant pastor, and uh, he just listens and he asks questions. Mm. And through this question asking, uh, I I together we find God's will. It's pretty amazing. The last corporate discipline is celebration, and he he kind of this is the 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 capstone of the disciplines is what he says, but. I want to read something from uh, chapter eight of this book, and it's from the discipline of submission. submission. I, I think this is a really important one as we begin to journey into this more series. Um, uh, Richard says the purpose of the disciplines is freedom. That sounds backwards, right? Uh, I, I look at it and I think uh, discipline, like I'm, I'm hemmed in, man, I'm bound. <laughs> Do you feel that way? But it goes, but it goes, to what we talked about in the last episode, right? When we talked about love, love as is, is limiting, mm. but that's a good thing, mm -hmm. right? Again, yeah. But again, that's, that flies in the face of our culture where we view limits as a bad thing, right? It's not. So yes, I, yep. The purpose of the disciplines is freedom. Our aim is the freedom, not the discipline. The moment we take, the moment we make the discipline our central focus, we turn it into law and lose the corresponding freedom. The disciplines are for the purpose of realizing a greater good. In and of themselves, they are of no value, whatever. I'm going to say that again. In and of themselves, they are of no value, whatever. They have value only as a means of setting us before God so that he can give us the liberation we seek. The liberation is the end. The disciplines are merely the means. They are not the answer. They only lead us to the answer. Mm. We must clearly understand this limitation of the disciplines if we are to avoid bondage. Not only must we understand, but we need to underscore it to ourselves again and again. So severe is our temptation to center on the disciplines. Let us forever center on Christ and view the spiritual disciplines as the way of drawing us closer to his heart. So I contest, Josh, we've so much as said this, that the spiritual practices and disciplines are not a way. They are the way. The way. They are the way to connection to Jesus. Now that sounds like I'm speaking in opposition to what I just read, but I'm not. And, th and that's where it's important, right? And there's, uh, I can't remember where in that book, but I mean, but Foster talks about that, uh, building on that same idea that it isn't, it isn't the disciplines, it's the object of our focus, mm -hmm. right? Like, like if you do the disciplines just to do the disciplines, great. 
you're, you're not really going to accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. right? But it, but if you utilize the disciplines as a means to right. grow in your intimacy with with your heavenly Father, there you go. Like that's that's yeah. the focus. Yeah. Right. Not not the discipline. Ooh, I've got to fast because I've got to fast. Right. No, this is a way for you to increase your intimacy with with God, right? Like, yeah. Uh, and this is, I think, we could say this is probably a, a place where our Catholic brothers and sisters might be in want. Might be um, th there is a little bit more just dedication to just ritual and just kind of going through the motions. And I thought Ryan did a great job. You've done a great job, Josh, in leading us through communion. You know, Ryan challenged us yesterday to say, "Hey." Uh, maybe you've always come to the table, the, the table, the symbol, uh, and that's all it's ever been for you, you know? And he really challenged us to say that there's more and you have too, Josh. Well, and as have you, yes. like, I, I think there's been a shift, you know, and there and, has and, been, you know, recently, yeah. uh, in that just yeah. to, uh, to, to recognize a little bit more of the weight, yeah. uh, of the table. So. Well, we wouldn't say as a church that, uh, the bread and the cup become like right. physically absolutely become the blood and become the flesh, which is a doctrine and theology called transubstantiation. And that would uh, be within, within the Catholic tradition. Yes. That is yep. the, the belief. Yep. Uh, we would say there is a mystery. <laughs> there is something, there is a connection that's greater than symbol. And I loved the way Ryan couched it yesterday. He said, you know, why is it? Why is it greater than a symbol? Because by the very practice of coming to the table, it forces us to the throne. It forces us to the, to the feet of Jesus to say, because baked into the practice is examination mm. is to say, Lord, just like David said, see if there be any evil way in me. You know, and I always like to rephrase what David said, Lord, just show me the evil stuff that's in there. So there's no, there's, there's no, no if. if. <laughs> no, David was feeling that's a little, right. little, little puffy that day. I think. Right. No, there, there always is. But because there's that, that ritual of, of baking in the practice of examination, communion, the table does draw us closer to God. It does. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, more, more. So we're excited. Yes. We're excited for this series. Mm -hmm. uh, excited for yeah, just the way that the Holy Spirit will use these things again, much in the same way that you know, there's been this this awakening to a a, a more full understanding of Holy Spirit and how He works uh, mm -hmm. to the expression of the gifts, right? In the same way, right? Like we're we're excited to see uh, how Holy Spirit utilizes uh, the practices as we lean mm -hmm. in, as we lean in and say, hey. What does it look like to walk in these things mm -hmm. and allow these to be a tool of transformation in the hands of the Holy Spirit? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't be more excited. I know uh, this is going to be a series, I believe, that will change our lives. And I think it's it's going to be a shift even in the congregation towards considering the disciplines and practices mm -hmm. um, for everyone. You know, for every person. Yeah, this isn't just this isn't just for pastors. No, but this isn't just for like. No, you need it. A list Christians. That's not even a real thing, right? Like the staff. This whatever. Isn't, this isn't for yeah, like yeah. The, you know, the, the really the really good Christians. This is for for mm -hmm. everybody because, like mm -hmm. you said, like this is the way we. <laughs> yeah. You know, get closer to. 
And together. and we find with the practices and disciplines, they're they're all related. You know, in my mind, I I've always uh, always no, I, I've seen a triangle in a sense in our lives. You know, we've got uh, spiritual health, we've got emotional health, and we've got physical health. And so, if you're struggling in one of those areas, you know, maybe you're struggling with your mental or emotional health. Maybe you're not doing well. Now, there are medical reasons mm -hmm. at, at times where there are. But it's kind of like Cain, you know, when Cain sinned in Genesis, God said, why are you downcast? You know, don't you know, sin's at the door ready to, ready to destroy you. Cain was experiencing depression. Why? It wasn't a chemical imbalance in that scenario. It was because he was convicted and feeling condemned and separated from God because of his sin. So emotional health, mental health, if you're struggling in those areas, it, could it be because the spiritual side of your practices are are they're they're not there, right? Are you struggling with your physical health? I'd say so many of us are. And back to the resolutions, mm. right? Like I think a hundred percent of them. Are, I'm going to the gym. Gyms are packed. You know, today probably. <laughs> That's right. New memberships. <laughs> Why don't you stick with those things? Why you know, man? It's something I've struggled with most of my life. I have found that in that triangle, if one of those areas is weak, the, all the other areas suffer. So maybe the key for you this year is not a resolution towards better emotional or mental health. Maybe the key for this year is not a better uh, spiritual health only. Maybe the key this year is for, not, for, for you to not resolve to do, uh, you know, run a marathon, something physical. Maybe the key for you is to say, I'm starting to see all of these areas of my life and I'm asking God to, to show me more of himself, more of his presence, that Jesus would be at the center of my spiritual practices. Jesus would be at the center of my emotional and mental practices. My fit, Jesus can be with you at the gym. I've got this shirt that Ryan gave us. You've got one too. And it, man, God has used it in the mornings when I've gotten, get to jump on the treadmill, it says revival starts here. Mm. Do you know which one I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah. We got those uh, from the denomination. Uh, oh, it's a denomination. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. At exponential. It's sleeveless for me now. It's what I call a mowing shirt when it's time to mow the grass, but I also wear it. Oh, we can show off his guns yeah, when he's out yeah. there mowing, right? <laughs> <laughs> get a little sun actually on my, my white arms. But, but when I'm, when I'm running in the morning, it's dark. The window is right in front of where the treadmill is. And I could see my own reflection in the window as I'm running. And I read that revival starts here. Maybe revival for you, maybe the more that God has for you is on a treadmill. That's a spiritual practice. All the things that we do in life are spiritual. I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're holistic, right? Yes. I mean, it's not, you know, one of the, right. one of the heresies early on was Gnosticism, right? This mm -hmm. idea that, that, uh, the physical is bad or mm -hmm. wrong. Like, hey, let's, let's, we got to do away with that. We have to ignore mm -hmm. it. All these, like, no, like we were like. Yeah. We are physical mm -hmm. beings. Mm -hmm. We are spiritual beings, right? Yeah. Like yeah. we're all of these things together. And like you said, one of them does affect the other. Yeah. Right? You, you if you're out of balance in one, it skews the whole yeah. the whole thing. When you're bummed, <clears throat> you're like, "Oh, I'll just sleep in. I'm not going to go to the gym." Right? You see how the mental emotional affects the physical? The 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 theological term is a trichotomy. We are a trichotomy. trichotomy. Yeah, a, a three-sided beast, we'll, we'll say. But uh, So maybe that's the more for you, just a thought. Uh, Josh, what else you got? No, I think that's good because I'm looking at our timer and we're actually, okay. we're about we get going. We're about there. So, yeah. um, 
But no, we're excited. Again, we, we kicked this off this coming Sunday, the series mm -hmm. more. Uh, we look forward to having more Ooh. conversations with you about the practices and, yeah. and the way of Jesus yeah. uh, in, in our upcoming episodes. But uh, yeah, hey, thanks for hanging out with us for episode 13. Yes. We would love it. If you would rate, review, subscribe, share, mm -hmm. all the things we talk about this every episode, because yeah. uh, maybe this is the first time you've jumped on. Mm -hmm. And maybe uh, someone shared this with you. It just came up in your Facebook timeline, and you're like, "Hey, who are these guys? Let's check yeah. this out." Yeah, maybe somebody's like, "Hey, if you want good coffee recommendations, right. watch Radiant Reflections." Yes, at least the and, first few minutes. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we would love it if you do all those things. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you hanging out with us for yet another episode. We look forward to seeing you guys next time for episode 14. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.